Hi, everyone. I'm Lula. And I'm Jude. And welcome to the first guest episode of season three of Just Friends. <laughs> I'm literally speechless. I'm so excited. This is crazy. Um, We're in a new setup, yeah. obviously. If you're on Spotify, video, podcast, shout out. Woo! Um, So Jude and I are in person in his little apartment in our studio. And we have a really exciting guest on Zoom. So we're in a little crazy... Yeah, we have a whole lot set up, y'all. Um, but you, why don't you introduce? All right. Um, I am beyond excited to introduce our first guest to season three. I was first introduced to Gabriel DeSanti through his viral TikTok series, Clocking In, where he's on a mission to build the world's longest resume. From driving taxi cabs to designing custom jewelry, he's done it all. Gabriel, thank you so much for joining us on the pod and welcome hey thank you guys thank you for the introduction and the the whole new setup looks great <laughs> thank you thank you i'm a little scared i'm like you actually know what you're doing in terms of video and i'm like this is someone who can like tell us what is absolutely not working yeah you know what i mean we'd love your we'd love your feedback at the end because or right now if you're like this is just terrible the lightning is off <laughs> well i think that this is way more engaging because you guys are together you know like there's things that you each can pick up on like you know, body language when you're in person that maybe doesn't come across over a webcam. So I really like this. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Okay. Off to a good start. Um, Can we just start just by kind of setting the stage of who you are, where you come from, and then we'll kind sure. of, I'm excited to hear about your life journey, but let's start just where you're from. Of course. Um, So I'm from Connecticut, which is where you guys are now. No way. And not too far from where you're sitting probably. And, um, and I'm 26 years old, and I'm a director, creative director, content creator, and um, and that's what I've that's been like my dream my entire life. Like since I was, essentially since I was 13. Like I remember being like, I just want to make videos wow. forever, and now here I am, finally went full time content creator for the first time at the beginning of this year. Congrats! Woo! Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, it's been like a, you know, a 13 year journey essentially to, to get to this point. Yeah. Um, I went to a trade school uh, for high school. And so I learned a trade, which was computer aided, computer aided drafting and design. So you finished trade school. So finished trade school in high school, then got hired right out of high school into kind of like an entry level engineering position full time, like really great job benefits, like this whole thing. I was 18 years old wow. and I worked there for two years and then decided like, and I was also going to school to be an engineer. I was like, ah, like this just isn't for me. There were like a series of events that happened to like kind of lead me to that point. But once I decided like this wasn't for me, then I, you know, I had these videos that I had been making for years and years. And I was like, I just want to make videos. Like, that's what gets me excited. That's what, like, fires me up. And that's just what I kept doing. Can you tell me about that moment when you were like, oh, no, like, I need to go all in on film? Like, was it a, like, I know you said it was a buildup, but like, where were you when you were like, no, like, I'm quitting my nine to five. Like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Um. So what happened was I had got hired at the job. And I like came in with like my offer, you know, I was like, oh, I want to make like $15 an hour. So like, I think that's literally what my goal was. Mm -hmm. They couldn't offer me $15 an hour. They offered me, I think like just above minimum wage. And I took it and they were like, you know what, your year review 
like we you know we can like give you a raise and like get you closer to that number and i was like oh like that's so great so i remember like working really hard that first year like trying to um like so that i would get to what i wanted got to my review i got a 55 cent raise and no. it got me nowhere close like nowhere close you know to, to like what i wanted and that was a that was one of the biggest points for me was like wow i like worked my butt off for like this empty promise that i was given i at the end of the day i was like i didn't get what i wanted and someone else is kind of like in control of like my life and my destiny even though i like gave it everything mm -hmm. so it was that was a really big point where i was like i don't want to be here anymore valid okay yeah. so we have your tiktok series that you'd mentioned you have i feel like it's important to say that you have a huge following yeah i feel like, <laughs> like it's, a... it's kind of, like i remember jude is the one who does all the business as you know because you emailed with him and i remember when he was like oh i emailed with gabriel i was like okay like what are his videos and i'd seen like 10 of them <laughs> and cool. i was like okay this is like i understand and can we like do you want to explain what you do more? I don't want yeah, to like him. I'm I'm <laughs> curious to hear off. how he explains it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So uh I've accidentally like coined the slogan that I'm building the world's longest resume. And so essentially I'm trying every job that I can and documenting it online. And I also like highlight people along the way because I think that their story and their journey is important to the videos. So that's like how I would that's how I would explain it in like a very like compact sentence mm -hmm. from my understanding of the like of your life path it wasn't like you were like you just started doing that immediately like you were doing a lot of other types of vlogging and filmmaking that got you into this what was that yes. transition like why did you leave vlogging how did you get into tiktok of course of course so like i said i've been making videos for like 13 years and posting them on the internet like even before what's on any of my pages now, like I was, I started making gaming videos and then that transitioned into making like silly little vlogs with my friends that are no longer public. And, <laughs> um, you know, like just the most cringe things. Like I had to go through like all that, all that, that process and try mm -hmm. all those different things. Um, and then for about like five years of my life, I worked for different YouTubers, helping them make their mm -hmm. content all around the world. Like it's, it's brought me to 30 different countries Whoa. and like, you know, I didn't really like make a whole lot of money during that period of my life, but it gave me the expertise and the knowledge that I have now um, that I put into all of my own videos. So that's kind of like my past. And then when I started really trying to do it for myself, like I was just trying everything. And I it came at like a really good time. Like it came during the pandemic when we were all like locked in our apartments. And I was just trying so many different things like I, to the point where like I was tattooing myself, like my whole leg, my, I'm not going to take Whoa. my pants off, but like my whole leg is like all tattoos that I gave myself. Like I tattooed TikTok on myself, like oh my stupid things. Like I did all the dances on TikTok. I Whoa. did the stupid, silly ideas. Like I was just trying to figure out what worked and yeah. like, I was failing along the way. Like that's a big part of like my path was like the failure. And then the first thing that really worked on, on TikTok specifically, I created this page. It was titled Super Close Up. And I had my camera and I had this like macro lens and I would stick the lens inside of things and just show like a super close up video Whoa. of those things. 
Okay, yeah. TikTok is insane. <laughs> yeah. And I did 50 million views in the first month. Whoa. And like the page blew up like very fast. It was it's very niche. What was the first thing you were getting close into? Like, <laughs> sounds crazy. Oh, man. Like, I totally kind of like played into like the sexual side of it. Okay. Like, I knew that, like, you know, like I'm sticking this lens like inside of things. People are like commenting it. I'm kind of like leaning into it. Uh, but like, oops. I think the first video that went viral was like a burrito. Like oh I stuck God. this camera lens like inside of a burrito. There we go. I love the 21st century. So do you, okay. How did you feel <laughs> your first time going viral? Man, I mean, I was excited. Uh -huh. I was of course, you know, excited that it worked. And then that goes away very quickly. And you're like, how do I do it again? Mm -hmm. um, and how do I do it again? And how do I do it again? And there's always kind of like a fleeting feeling like you have like the saying like 15 minutes of fame, whatever, yeah. like is getting shorter and shorter these days. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was just always about like trying to figure out how to repeat it. Wow. It's yeah. so it's like striking to me how different that like form of content is from what you do now, like not even just in like the kind of like maybe sensual kind of funny like random like things that's gonna go viral but I feel like what you do now is honestly like very similar I think to like a really short form podcast yeah like sometimes I watch yeah. like you start almost all your videos right with like how much do you make Correct. right sorry I should prep you're like based in New York now right yeah okay and so you go up to people this is also like a very popular and successful and really interesting like from the viewer I think form of content that's like walking up to strangers in New York and like asking them a pretty personal <laughs> question. question very personal question yeah and yeah. that's definitely something we want to talk to you should we just go there now? I'm still no I want to still hear okay, how he's sorry. transitioned sorry <laughs> okay. I'm just like still so you're go back. videos of burritos and putting cameras in them right like how do we get from there <laughs> so like you going up to the street and asking people personal questions sure it was really just uh, me like just trying anything and everything like figuring out what worked um so like me doing like these super close-up videos like that was just part of my journey it wasn't like the end-all be-all um <laughs> and so I I like stopped doing those videos after like three months I was like okay I'm I'm tired of like putting uh -huh. like this lens into things like it worked <laughs> And it educated me a lot and it gave me a lot of insight as to like how to actually use the platform. And it gave mm. me that insight of like, okay, this is why those other videos I was making weren't working on the platform. And this is why these videos are like mm. the biggest learning there was you need to like niche down and kind of like find one thing to do really well that mm -hmm. people like, but you also need to like it in order to create some type of longevity. Mm. And so that's kind of, how it jumped literally it jumped from the super close-up videos into what i do now wow there was a time gap of like figuring that out but that was literally like the last thing i was making before the show was those super close-up videos and what was it like to film that first video that you go up like who did you interview and like how did it feel and did you have the algorithm kind of of like i'm gonna start by asking them like how much money do you make immediately nailed down sure. or did that kind of come out as you practice so my my one of my best friends is his name's Caleb Simpson and he does the how much do you pay for rent 
like the apartment I love him. him. <laughs> yeah. I literally, I watch all of those videos. Like, I don't follow him. Sorry. Maybe I should. But I'm like, I literally see them every time I open TikTok. They're so exciting. And he, like, crawls yeah. into people's beds. And it's, like, so weird. I love him. So he's a huge part of this story. Like, one day we were sitting at a coffee shop. And he was like, I think I want to, like, film people's apartments. And my friend mm. Chris and I, we were like, well, why don't we just, like, film one right now at our apartment? So we were the first apartment tour and then they just kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. And then it worked. And at the same time, we're having like conversations of like, okay, how do we do that? But do it a little bit differently. And we were talking about like the shows that we really liked when we were younger. And one of those shows was Dirty Jobs. And essentially, if, if you're not familiar with it, this guy, Mike Rowe, he would try the dirtiest jobs in America. And so each season, like he's just going, each episode is like him trying a different dirty job and the show kind of like fizzled out. Um, but we were like, let's try to reinvent that just like Caleb reinvented like MTV Cribs in yeah. a way. And that's how it started. So for me, I started with my like 10 closest friends. I was like, Hey, like, who do I know that's working like a regular job or, you know, has an interesting thing that they do. And let's try it. Let's try it. And so, yeah, the first episode was my friend, Jesse. He's a real estate agent. And I went to work with him as a real estate agent. Shout out, Jesse. Shout out, Jesse. That's... <laughs> so I also feel like, I don't know if this was originally a part of Caleb's either, but you both have this element that's like, the first question is like, his is like, how much do you pay for rent? Right. Yeah, and you have the, yeah. how much do you make? That question is so, or any question about money in general to anyone, sure. even if it's someone that you like know or literally are like dating or like mm -hmm. family with, is so taboo. Like, yeah. it's like it's not supposed to be talked about. Do you, right. yeah, I guess how, like, do you feel, <laughs> I, don't, I was gonna ask, do you feel comfortable asking people that? But I assume the answer is no, but maybe, but maybe you not. do. Yeah. I don't feel. At this point, I don't feel uncomfortable asking people that question because I'm trying to also like break the stigma and be part of breaking the stigma around like salary transparency. I think there's a lot of benefits to salary transparency. And so I think that it's an important conversation to have. So whenever I can have those conversations, I'm totally open to having those conversations. And I have to understand that it's going to come back on me too, you know, and that's, Totally okay. That's totally I mean, okay. Well, in that um, case, I think we have to ask you, right? We have um, to flip the Gabriel, table with you. Gabriel, how much money do you make? In 2023, after taxes, I made $97,000. Wow. Woo! Woo! Congrats. From content creation, from, these, from TikToks, mainly? From, from TikToks. And I also, in 2023, I was also freelance directing. So some of it came from, from freelance directing. Wow. That's so exciting. Before taxes, it was 180000 Wow. So, wow. like, half, wow. you know? That was kind of... There's that's business awesome. expenses and all those types of things. Congrats. That's, that's better than the $15 an hour at a job that you didn't like, you know? $15. $15 an hour. Yeah. $15, yeah. It's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, okay. I know. Can we continue with this flipping the, yeah. flipping the switch on you? Yeah. Okay. Jude and I are super interested in, like, what is your day in the life? In an ideal world, I wake up at five in the morning. Wow. My alarm, I will tell you, my alarm goes off at five every morning. Most days I snooze it. 
most of LA just, yeah, real ideally i would love to be up at five but i'm up like at six every okay. morning um and i like have a cup of tea and i like my morning routine i go for a run i like i run a little bit and then more recently i got a pup i got a puppy so part of my morning routine is bringing her on a walk or going to the dog park and like that's that's been like really nice so far by the way gabriel you were describing my dream day yeah i'm like this is pretty <laughs> ideal i guess you did say ideally but this is like wait what's your puppy's name lucia oh shout yeah, out she's lucia. sleeping over on she's sleeping on the couch right now Aww. i want a dog me too okay so yeah. you walk lucia i walk lucia um and then each day can be different like if i'm filming that day then i have to figure out like when i'm filming um if i'm editing that day i just have to make sure that i kind of get to it like i have found out that i can only really like edit in the morning and into the early afternoon like mm -hmm. once it gets past 3 p.m i i lose a lot of my focus so my my like prime hours are earlier in the day so i try to do all of my editing work or things where I need to be super focused early in the day. Um, right now I'm posting every other day. So like one week, it would be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The next week, it would be Tuesday, Thursday. Mm -hmm. That leaves days in between for editing. Um, and yeah, so it really, it really does depend like what days I'm filming and what days I'm editing. But usually I have something going on every single day. And when you're filming, are you like planning these in, like these interviews in some ways, or are you like going up to people and just saying like, how much money do you make? Yeah. So completely transparently, the videos are not planned. However, it is planned that I'm going to make a video with a specific person. Gotcha. So that intro part of the video, like I know that that's the social hook that's going to work on like across platforms me it, but it is not literally me going up to random people on the street and asking them how much they make also for like sustainability purposes to like be able to do this for a year and a half it needs to be like a little bit planned or else i'm gonna yeah. be out there for hours finding just one person <laughs> yeah that's what was so interesting to me especially like because i mean i know a lot of people who do this like sort of similar like i'm gonna be in new york asking people is them yeah. like taking videos of them asking people like begging people in Washington Square Park with the microphone and being like harassed being like yeah. completely yelled at and yeah. every time I see them being like successful I'm like what's going on like how is this working so that's good yeah. to hear I'm kind there of there like are people <laughs> out there that are grinding and doing it and like I have so much respect for them yeah but it's not me. Yeah, <laughs> it's not you. Well, you're grinding in your own way, though. Yeah. Okay, well, then, even though you're scheduling them, how are you finding these people? Are they coming to you? Are you, like, sure. going up to people on the street anyway? Like, what is that vibe like? Yeah, like, I'm always just, like, listening and watching and, like, looking for the right characters that I think would be, like, be good for the show. So it comes in, like, a lot of different forms. Um, the first form is me just, like, working from my imagination and, asking myself like what do I want to try and then I try to find the right fit for it and so the best way that I do that is actually on TikTok I'll just type in like New York City hot dogs 
Mm. And I, I like found that's how I, like I found the hot dog cart guy. Like, wow, they were making videos about their job. And I'm like, okay, they're making videos about their job. They'd probably be interested in being highlighted on this show. Mm-hmm. Let me send them a message and see if they're down. And literally 100% of the time when I reach out in that way, people say yes. And they're wow. they're down to be on. So that's like my best friend in, in terms of like searching for people who will be on. And then there are other times where people message me and they're like, hey, like I want to be on the show. And I just have to figure out like if they want to be on for the right reasons. Um, and also if what they're doing is interesting enough. Like if I don't think mm-hmm. it's interesting, then I don't really want to do it. And my my viewers won't want to watch it. So I just, I just try to keep the quality high. And then I'm always like networking. Like after we get off this call, I'll be like, hey, hey guys, do you know anyone who like I can go to work with? <laughs> <laughs> or if anyone listening knows a window washer, like please yeah. let me know. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. It's so interesting. Like, think so. Obviously, our content is like pretty short form. I like that's like innate to TikTok. It's so interesting thinking about the fact that you like really go with these people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, yeah, I do a lot because I'm like that. Like, a lot of the like interview videos that I keep talking about is like someone having a probably max like three minute conversation with someone. And so I think like, even though you're not like standing around on the street all day, you then have like a full day's adventure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Each episode is like a full day of work, like eight to 10 hours of work. Wow. Like, yeah. Between shoot, like planning, shooting and editing. Um, and while it's not all happening in one day together, it's still like amounts to that. But when I'm with people, like I tell people that I, it takes me two hours to film a video with them. So they're, I have that base time of two hours, but sometimes I stay for more. Like I've stayed for five hours. Have you ever like gone along with someone where you're like, I want to do this job or like what's the most shocking like experience you've had? Yeah, for sure. I definitely have fun with so many of these jobs. And, you know, there are instances where I think I find enjoyment in a lot of them. Like even like working in the hot dog cart. I got to serve hot dogs for an hour and I had so much fun. Could I do that every day? I don't think so. Um, But like, I do have genuinely have fun with so many of these. The one job that I think I would do, and this is like, you know, in a scenario where, okay, I don't, I didn't, I don't enjoy making videos. Like I really need like an actual job. I need to do something with my life. That's a scenario. I did this one video where I guess the title, the job title would be extreme tour guide. Um, And I hung off of this building in Hudson Yards. It's like a 2000 foot building and you can like hang off of the top and it's this experience. So there's a a guide that brings you along and you're roped in and you get to like hang off of the building and you're 2000 feet in open air. So cool. I would do that. I would for sure do that. You would do that every single day. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Oh, that's That's a crazy. That's like really. I didn't know that was a job. That's that's what I mean. There are these sorts of things where I'm like, I don't know. It's interesting to me hearing your like trajectory to getting to this form for your videos or this subject matter because when I first saw them, I was like, this is an obvious 
like the obvious link to me was like I'm having like I just graduated crisis and I don't know what to do so I'm going to figure out what other people do like that's yes. what's like yeah. so like right now I'm like we're juniors everyone's like oh my god junior year summer like you need to get your internship and I'm like what if I don't mm -hmm. like any jobs yeah what if right. I don't right. want to do that anyway right. <laughs> you kind of only figure it out from like from trying and I think that that was like a real blessing in my life was you know I had this entry-level engineering job really early I thought that that was my path like I thought I was gonna be an engineer and I found out very early that I didn't want to do that and so if these videos can provide like any level of insight so that people can be like I thought I actually wanted to do that but now that I see this like I don't want to do that at all or oh my god I didn't even know that was a job like I want to try mm -hmm. yeah. if I can like inspire someone in like either way, then that's like huge, you know, it's a huge insight for people that they just got for free. Yeah. One thing that I think a lot about, at least here at Yale is that like all the internships feel like you kind of have to be like still progressing for your career for when we get out. But like really what internships are about is doing exactly what your videos are doing, testing things out, seeing what yeah. you like, what you don't like. But there's so much pressure here to like figure out what you're gonna do in life by the time you graduate. It's yeah. like, it's pressure to like know what you wanna do before you have the internship. Yep. Like you're like, I need to yeah. apply to an internship for a job that I'll want till I retire. I mean, I know people and that like, are applying for their internships a year and a half before the summer begins. Like oh it's like God. people are prepping here. <laughs> yeah. Um, one other thing that just came up in reflection to what you were saying about um, how like his videos make you actually think and feel. Uh -huh. And I'm curious to hear your reflections, Gabriel, is like, I think you really um, frame this like, conflicting relationship between passion work and salary in a really beautiful way um and i'm just wondering if you've figured out any insights into how humans balance those three different domains at the end of the day like people just want to do something that they are passionate about and if they are if passion is the underlying reason that they have the job then the money doesn't matter as much to them and i think that it's that's a People do misunderstand it, like people who watch, because they, they're they like, ah, I don't know if I want to share my salary because I don't make all that much. And I'm like, that doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it literally, I don't care how much you make. Like, I, I'm down, to, I want to share that maybe you don't make, or you don't think you make that much. When then I post a video and so many people are like, oh my God, they make that much money doing <laughs> right. this? You know what I mean? So yeah, it's all like relative to the person. Um, but I, but I think the people who are really passionate about what they do, like the money doesn't matter as much to them. Makes sense. Do you think, Yeah. what do you, how does that apply to you? Like, mm -hmm. do you think if you were making, like, if this continued to be like, you were making like zero dollars. <laughs> I mean, obviously you wouldn't continue, but no, you're going back to the money. Sorry, you're, make, you're making like a really good amount of money. Right. And so I'm like, obviously you've interviewed people who make way more and way yeah. less, but how yeah. do you feel about, I could word this question better. I was going to say, how do you I feel about how much you. you're making? Okay. Go for it. I mean, I've made videos for 13 years for next to no money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 2023 was the first time ever that I e made 
well, before taxes, I made more than $100,000. I've never done that in my life. I've never even come close. Mm-hmm. The most I've the most I've ever made was like $50,000 before mm-hmm. 2023. So, and that wasn't even from my videos. It was always from like freelance work and like, you know, working, still working for other people. Um, and so I would continue to do it for whatever money I could earn mm-hmm. just to be able to like do what I love every day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, the money at this point is like a huge bonus and I hope that it continues to be similar or to grow. But like, I'm here because I love making videos. Mm-hmm. Um, Lula and I are both curious. Have you ever had a crush on someone you've made a video with? <laughs> a crush? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I ha- I'm, I am in a relationship. I've been in, in a relationship, relationship for okay. three years. For three okay. years, okay, for a long time. That's important context. That is good context. We, I didn't so know that's that. good okay. context. I think <laughs> there's people that I've filmed with where I'm like, these people are so awesome. Like, I want to be friends with them. Um, so, does, yeah, I would say that. Does your partner work like a regular job? She works a more regular job. She's still like in a creative field, but works like a regular job, yeah. Okay, gotcha. And how does she feel about you kind of making these videos and going out and trying different things? She always said that she thought her partner was like not even going to be on the internet. She thought they were going to have a flip phone huh. and like communicate only by, you know, pigeon. <laughs> and uh, so it's a very different thing than she expected. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I've had to like learn that in my relationship, you know, like, okay, she doesn't want to be on camera and like she doesn't necessarily like want to be a part of that, but she supports me. And I think she gives me really great critiques um, because of like how she frames it. Yeah. Are you maintaining a relationship with anyone you've made a video with so far, like as friendships? Oh, I think everybody. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. That's so, like, like so many people. I mean, I can't say everybody, but like so many people. Um, it's really cool. And it's hard at the same time because then like imagine just adding like a new friend to your friend group like day after day like it's hard you know like yeah and you want to be supportive of all these people and I think in especially in the videos that have gone more viral like I've added some amount of value to these people's lives mm-hmm. um in the sense of like there's now people watching what they do if if they were sharing before like they're definitely sharing now and that comes with like a lot of questions and some guidance and mentorship in some capacity. And so that's amazing. And I like want to do that. But as like the videos progress, it's hard. It's getting harder and harder to continue to do that for like the whole group. Everyone. Yeah. So it's just a challenge that like I'm trying to figure out as I go. What do you think the future of clocking in is going to look like? Man, it's going to be the biggest show there ever was. Wow. Hell yeah. There's no doubt about that. Like, I see the direct vision for it. Since the day I started, I was like, okay, it's starting as what it is. And it's kind of progressing now into phase two, which is helping people. Like, I'm sure you've seen in some videos, like, I've been giving money away to people. Mm -hmm. And that, like, is the coolest thing in the the world. Um, And then the next phase is creating longer form episodes of it 
And then what does this look like as an actual show? Like if people are watching it on a streaming service or um, TV, or maybe I'm just like producing it solely myself. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a huge show. Wow. I'm excited for the show. <laughs> Bringing it around the world. Oh, I'm going that to would the be Philippines crazy. in Whoa. March or April um, to try it abroad for the first time. That's so Wait, That's going to be insane. Yeah. That's gonna wow. Be, it's going to be so cool. Because there are so many different jobs around the, like, the country, and then there are so many jobs around the world. Yeah. 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 That's a whole new audience, too. Yeah. I mean, like, I haven't right, even tapped into that. Right now, it's just been New York-based, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, it's how, um, which already has a lot, people, but still, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, wow. Um, okay, okay, I have one last question before we go into a fun little like bit that you kind of had the idea for, which I'm excited. I would love you to intro, but my last question for you is you had in one of your early, early videos this quote that kind of stuck with me actually. It was when you decided, I think, to go drop out and go pursue filmmaking, and it was. 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the things you did by Mark Twain. And I'm curious, what are you not doing right now that you might regret in 20 years? Wow. Dude, you're like the um, Sean Evans, like hot one. <laughs> interview yeah, that was the best question. interview question. Looking yes. it back on me. <laughs> you know, I think... Um, Traveling has been a big part of my life. And since the beginning of the pandemic, I I haven't traveled. I've traveled, but not like how I really want to. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not traveling right now. And that's, I want that to be a huge part of my life. And if it's not like I will be, I know I'll be so disappointed. Mm -hmm. So like I said, going to the Philippines, like this is like my first step into bringing the show into that direction creating that type of life that I want that I know will like fulfill me. So that's, that's something that I would be very disappointed in, in 20 okay. years. That's a good answer. I'm glad you're going to the Philippines. Then. Yeah. <laughs> me too. You're avoiding me the too. disappointment. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you want to introduce this idea? Like this is, I love how your mind works because like I email Gabriel and I'm like, okay, like we want you on the pod. And the, the first thing you say is what you want to explain? Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll be on the podcast. Um, and, but you guys both have to go get a slice of Pepe's pizza so that we can enjoy our favorite pizza together on the podcast. Should we explain? Like, there's a huge New Haven pizza lore. Yeah. Um. The th there's like three, like famous pizza places: Pepe's, Sally's, and Modern. Right. Yeah, and then also like my mom's favorite is Bar. It's like everywhere. Right. So there's a yeah. So New Haven pizza like is a thing, but those three places there's like constant sort of rivalry it's very weird also like being from new york it's like what what the fuck's going on in new haven that they're obsessed with pizza <laughs> so anyway um and i actually have not had pepe's me before, neither. this is the first time you neither of you have no so this is actually like a taste <laughs> test he's like let's okay. go and what pizza do you have where are you getting it from i have finny pizza um so there's a location in uh, in Williamsburg, and then one near me at the Barclays Center. Um, so that's this is my favorite pizza in New York, but but Pepe's is my favorite pizza of all time. Of all wow. time, wow! I was going to ask you because yeah. you said you're from Connecticut. Yeah, from so near here. So this is this is kind of why, like, all right, I have this concept that was introduced to me recently, and it's like, why be ordinary when you can be extraordinary? And part of that is 
like breaking your normal routine a little bit and like just like adding like some unfamiliarity into into life into like the people around you and so like i just wanted to like send you guys on like a little mission that like one would just be fun and like two i just learned you've never had it before so now you get to try something new and that's like the whole purpose of it is like like let's just like try to do something new that i've never done before and and yeah it's okay. just fun that that's literally the sole purpose of like of the of just doing this i love it it's like we've never had a guest suggest be like a scene never have them suggest anything no actually. but it's like so cool i no love it ever been like ever they're just like okay i guess i have to talk to these two dumbos <laughs> wait that's actually a question what well i guess we should eat the pizza i'm kind of curious to taste this pizza okay it's favorite pizza. okay okay let's do the pizza let's do the pizza okay ah, okay so this is so funny for people who aren't watching the video <laughs> Is it just going to go silent? <laughs> um, uh, okay. We're trying our respective pizzas. Okay, what's your slice? I'm choosing that one. Right. Okay. Cheers. Wait, so this is, okay. Cheers. Yay. Enjoy. It's very thin. Mm -hmm. It's thinner than I expected. Mm -hmm. I'm like trying not to chew in the microphone. Yeah, right I think now. I don't care. I, First, I, I, I'm no, let's on the hear pod. it. ASMR. It's good. Here's the issue. Is I actually think I like New York pizza more. And I don't know fair. what it. I don't know what it is. I think it's just like the. I feel like the the dough in New Haven pizza. I haven't had all of the New Haven pizza, but it like. It feels. It's just. It feels more like crust and dough heavy than like the cheese and mm -hmm. marinara, and like that's kind of what I like mm -hmm. in my pizza. You know, I had brick oven pizza last week. Mm hmm. Which is not one of the critically acclaimed. It's just like random late night, stuff. random, really <laughs> open, super late. It's really good. Okay. I don't know how it compares to Pepe's yet. No decisions made, but I'm enjoying. This. You don't have to like it. Thank you. The whole point. <laughs> the whole point was just no. Let's it's, just do something new. It's new and like fun and like you know, just a little, just a little mission. I also always a really good mission. feel judged when I tell people I go to Yale and they're like, oh, how's the pizza? And I'm like, oh, like, I mean, I eat the Yale dining hall food. But like, Can I give a crazy fun fact? Yeah, I'm going to expose myself yeah. also. So my interviewer, when I was applying to Yale, mm -hmm. um, she when I got in, she said that I was the first. We didn't meet in person. We met over Zoom because it was crazy lockdown. And she was like, I was her first Zoom interview. And I was also the first person she'd ever interviewed to get in, which wow. was like kind of crazy. And she sent me a gift card to Sally's and I still haven't what? used it. You still haven't used it? I still it? haven't you used it. You told me that freshman year that you got yeah, it. Yeah, well, obviously. Well, can we that's go? I, we got to yeah. try Sally's next. So that's our next will be extraordinary. Because it's out of the way. <laughs> Sorry. I'm really lazy when it She's comes down to it. She's a really slow walker, it. guys. It's okay. Well, wait, let I me know say it's not though, really. It's not super close to campus. No, but in my defense, I tried to go last fall. Do you remember when Ella yeah, was good. here? And they were like, we have no reservations for like a month. Oh, okay. And oh, so yeah. then I was that like, means we should super get defeated. a reservation. We I know. Go. I know. We have to pick a day. Wait, Um, I also want to hear how you're liking your pizza. Is it scrumptious? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's my favorite slice. This kind of is my last question then because it Wait, kind of. I also oh, have and a you weird go first. question. I have, I have, I have, I think one more, one more. You go. You want to go? You want me to go? I don't know. I want to. I don't know what yours is. I'll go and then you go. Okay. okay. I was just okay. gonna ask like, 
on that note, what advice would you give to two? No, I should go first. Okay. Sorry. Your question, your question's better to end it. Okay. 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 My question as this is what I was gonna ask right before we started doing our pizza taste test. But why did you agree to being on the pod? Ooh. Um, because Jude followed up. Mm. If you didn't send that follow-up email, like I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have answered. Like I wasn't, you, you emailed me twice. Right. And I didn't answer the first time and I'm totally fine with admitting that. Yeah. And sometimes it's just like a way of filtering through like who really wants it or not. And you followed up with me. It, like there was some time between it. There were maybe like two months or something mm -hmm. between like the first and second email. But the fact that you followed up was the reason why I said yes. Hmm. Shout out Jude. Yeah. Persistence yep. is key. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, okay. Well then that leads me to my Sorry. final question. Now which, final question. <laughs> um, but good question. I'm glad that's Thank a good question. You. Um, what advice do you have for two 20 year olds trying to figure out this thing that we call life, trying to figure out our career paths, trying to figure out content creation. Yeah. Don't be afraid to fail. Like if you're trying to figure out like what it is you want to do and maybe you're a little confused and you don't know if you should take something that you're passionate about or something that makes money, go and try it. Like trying it's going to be the only way that you know if you like it or not. And if you try it and you don't like it, then that's a huge win. Like don't look at that as a failure or like, oh my God, I just wasted like a year of my life trying this thing. Like that's a huge win. Like you just learn that I don't want to be an engineer for the rest of my life. And then you have the rest of your life to, you know, do the things that you actually care about and love and mean something to you and like feed your soul. Um, so like, don't be afraid to try things. Don't be afraid to fail at them because it's all just guiding you towards you know where you're meant to be. Wow. Beautiful closing words. See, I told you that should have been last. <laughs> That was a way better closing. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and where can our listeners find you? Um, everywhere online. My name's Gabriel Desanti, and all my handles are at Gabriel.Desanti. There you go. It's an awesome show, you all, if you haven't checked it out. Like, highly recommend you guys check it out. It's great. Um, Thought-provoking. It's inspiring. It'll it's make you reflect. Fun. It'll make you laugh. Yeah. It'll make you smile. It's fun. Okay. It's ed edutainment. Edutainment. Wow. There you go. There He's got the vision down. He's got it. <laughs> um, okay. okay, you all. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next Sunday. Love you. Bye. Bye.